Welcome back to the Hemingway List podcast. <clears throat> Talking about William Congreve. Seemed like the poems of a man recovering from a failed romance to me. William Congreve, says Swim, is known for his clever satirical dialogue and influence on the comedy of manners style of that period. <clears throat> he shaped the English comedy of manners through his use of satire and well-written dialogue. Congreve achieved fame in 1693 when he wrote some of the most popular English plays of the Restoration period. This period was distinguished by the fact that female roles were beginning to be played predominantly by women, which was evident in Congreve's work. Congreve's career as a playwright was successful, but brief. He only wrote five plays, authored from 1693 to 1700 in total. This was partly in response to changes in taste as the public turned away from the sort of highbrow sexual comedy of manners in which he specialised. Two of Congreve's phrases from The Morning Bride, 1697, have become famous, although sometimes misquoted or attributed to Shakespeare. Music has charms to soothe a savage be- breast. Breast? I thought it was beast. Music has charms to soothe a savage breast, which is the first line of the play. Spoken by Almeria in Act 1, Scene 1. Often rendered as music hath charms to soothe a savage breast or even savage beast. Oh, there you go. I'm sure I've heard of it as beast. On 9th of September, 1956, the line was recited in front of the largest television audience at that time, some 60.7 million viewers by Charles Lafton, prior to bidding the audience goodnight on Elvis Presley's first appearance on The Ed Sullivan Show, which Lafton was guest hosting. And the other quote was, Heaven has no rage like love to hatred turned, nor hell a fury like a woman scorned. Spoken by Zara in Act 3, Scene 8, but paraphrased as hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Well, definitely heard both of those phrases. So there you go. William Congreve uh, made a very lasting impression on us. Did he not? That's cool. I would have never known that. You know, even reading the poems, I, I recognised that they were good. I recognised that he seemed to be trying to figure out what went wrong with the relationship. It's, that's how it felt to me. Like, you know, when you have some kind of a terrible uh, breakup and in retrospect you have to reconsider the whole you know last however long few years of relationship like what was actually going on I thought one thing was happening apparently it was a whole other those were the feelings I got from his poems which is quite cool Joseph Addison is today's poet Joseph was born in 1672, died in 1719, and the poem is called Him, <coughs> as in H-Y-M-N, Hymn, Hymn. The spacious firmament on high, with all the blue ethereal sky, and spangled heavens a shining frame, their great original proclaim. The unwearied sun from day to day does his creator's power display, and publishes to every land the work of an almighty hand. Soon as the evening shades prevail, the moon takes up the wondrous tale, and nightly to the listening earth repeats the story of her birth, whilst all the stars that round her burn, and all the planets in their turn, confirm the tidings as they roll, and spread the truth from pole to pole. What, though, 
in solemn silence all move round the dark terrestrial ball. What though nor real voice nor sound amidst their radiant orbs be found, in reason's ear they all rejoice and utter forth a glorious voice, forever singing as they shine, the hand that made us is divine. Nice one. A hymn indeed. Little song of praise there. Very good. All right, that's it today. That's it for today. <laughs> I, I I could have let that go and just said that's it today, but I always say that's it for today, and so it felt wrong. It felt wrong, and it probably felt wrong for you to hear it as well. So anyway, that's it for today. See you tomorrow. <laughs>